so glad to have Pastor Michael Lemon with us from CityGate Ministries in Fort Myers. And it's been wonderful to be able to check in with uh, the body of Christ in the area that was hardest hit by Hurricane Ian to hear the the stories of what the church has been up to there and how mm. God has been on the move. Yes. Hey, Michael, good morning. Welcome to the conversation. How you doing? Good morning. We are doing pretty good. Excellent. You've had a rough time, though. Yes. Uh, What have you been seeing from the last hurricane? Yes, we have had a rough time, but we are seeing God's grace and His mercy um, in reference to the outpouring of love from the community, from uh, neighbors and friends, and we're excited about that. So let's just walk through this uh, from a personal standpoint. Hurricane Ian, um, what what was your story? You and your family, uh, did your home sustain any damage? A lot of trees down, loss of roof tiles, but we didn't uh, sustain any major damage. But we had a lot of friends that had total loss. Um, So our hearts were heavy and gone out to them. Uh, But in the midst of all of this, uh, they have found peace in God. They realize that these are this is just stuff, um, but they're grateful that they're still here. My guess is you probably have a lot of stories you could share with us, but maybe there's one story that's at the top of your mind here this morning of uh, an example of what you were just describing there. Uh, what I can say is that some of the folks that we know, they did not know their neighbors. But even though the storm was devastating and it tore down fences, it actually made bridges that they could cross into their neighbors' communities, uh, into their backyards, Hmm. and help them drag debris and things to the curb in order to build relationships that were not built previously. Hmm. Now, CityGate has been the epicenter, if you will, uh, or the command center for Samaritan's Purse, and we love the work that they are doing. Tell us more about how that unfolded. Uh, Yes. Samaritan Purse and the CityGate relationship is growing day by day. Um, our lead pastor, Pastor David Pleasant, um, he spoke with the folks from Samaritan Purse, and they are now staying on our campus, uh, and they expect to be there for several more months. And what their mission is, it is so in line with ours. We don't do anything but make Jesus famous. Mm. That is why we're here. And so they are using the storm, which was unfortunate. But it has, again, become a bridge in order to share the love of Jesus Christ. Boy, that's Mm, wonderful. Um, Have you had a chance uh, yourself Mm. to share the good news with folks who have shown up there looking for help? Oh, I have. Yes, I have. Um, Folks have shown up at the church, uh, not just homeless, but folks that are now homeless, uh, needing um, clothing, needing um, cleaning supplies and disaster relief supplies. And so we... We're a distribution center uh, for quite some time. We've helped other churches become distribution centers, and we have assisted just sharing the love of Christ and being able to just let them know that God did not cause the storm, but he allowed the storm. And mm-hmm. in him allowing the storm, um, it folks have uh, given their hearts to Christ. Mm. Wow. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, obviously. yeah. And, and to be the place that people who would not normally go to church will go to, to get the help they need and know that they're safe there. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, we have seen an increase on the number 
of folks and visitors that are coming to church as a result of the storm. That's good. Because our message is a message of hope. It is um, Hmm. just that God cares. Uh, He was there with them in the storm, and he'll be with them after the storm. What do you tell folks who come up to you? And maybe they have, and they're like, you know what, why would God let this happen to me? Um, What I have told folks is God did not cause it. uh, He allowed it. Uh, And in the midst of him allowing it, uh, he is painting a picture and letting them see that he's taken nothing from them, but he's only trying to get the best thing to them, and that is Jesus, who is the Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, now we have another storm, and I know it's nothing like Ian, but it's headed towards you again. Um, How are you preparing? Well, uh, I'd like to say that there are a lot of people that are experiencing um, PS um, symptoms of PTSD. PTSD, PTSD, for sure. Yes, I mean, they are fearful and devastated. But we as a community, we band together. Um, we are with our community. We are supporting and loving them through the community. Uh, folks are tarping roof stills, and they're preparing for this um, mini hurricane that is coming. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Now we call it a mini hurricane after that big one. So. <laughs> yeah. But still, you know something? This is just normal, being normal, Michael. Even with this storm being nothing like Hurricane Ian, we're still very concerned about we're very sensitive about this because i mean the wound is still is still a gaping wound for many people yes absolutely and uh with all of the orders that have come in requests for help um some of them well i don't want to say some of them but a lot of them have not been filled yet we're still in need of volunteers to help us with the tarping to help with uh, the mudding mud outs and Free removal and different things in order to bring people's lives back to normal. And so now with the ideal of this storm coming, it just, again, opens that wound that is trying to heal. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. that's some serious work. That's real work, yeah. right? Doing yeah. the roofing and uh, the trees and debris cleanup and and all of that. Have I'm just curious if anybody's mentioned to you, Michael, that they're, well, maybe they're new residents to Florida. This is the first hurricane that they've dealt with. Yeah, because we've had so many people move to the state, and they were like, man, I was afraid I was going to get hit by a hurricane, and here we are, and now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I didn't make the right decision, or maybe I'm going to go back north, or what have you. Have you talked to anybody in that boat? Yes, I have. Um, I've heard both opinions. Some folks that have just moved here and experienced the storm or the hurricane, they packed up and they left. They left because the things that were lost to them, they cannot regain. And they were able to get out of mortgages, and they're like, I have nothing here. But then I've also heard the people that said, I found family in the midst of the hurricane. Uh, They didn't have prior family, uh, no surviving loved ones. And so they have found family in the church and the people that have come in order to assist them and love them and journey with them through the hurricane. Mm. You know, the the beautiful story out of this, uh, in many ways, is the local church. And we have shared stories from local churches throughout the area. And it's just so neat to see the body of Christ come together in churches saying, hey, 
We love Jesus. We love you. And it's really easy for the local church to just stay within its four walls. This is what we do. We have enough on our plate. We're focusing on us. But it takes something like this for those walls to come down, and suddenly we realize, well, wait a minute. The body of Christ is not the brick-and-mortar church. It really is the body of Christ, and we need each other. That's one of the benefits of uh, dealing with one of the good things out of the tragedy, I guess, is the way to put it. Mm. Yes, absolutely. We have seen people mobilized uh, outside of the uh, the four walls, which is right in our DNA. City uh, Gate is an outreach-focused church. Uh, we minister well to those that are inside the church, but then we don't forsake those that are outside. So it has created opportunities for us to uh, expand our reach, if you will, um, and just help our neighbors. One of the uh, things that we have enjoyed doing is, as we have folks like yourself here on the show, and we have these conversations about what God is up to and how things are playing out currently in real time, is we, well, we have the opportunity to plug people in to the ministries and the, and the local churches that are working there. So it's like they're, again, the, the body of Christ at large. You mentioned you could use volunteers. Um, how would they go about volunteering, and are there any other needs that you need, uh, you know, so that you can help others in the name of Jesus. How can we help you? Our number one need would be volunteers. I spoke to uh, Jacob, who is uh, over Samaritan Purse on yesterday, and what he stated was there is multitudes of work for the next couple of months. He said um, they're taking volunteers from ages 14 through as old as you can be. Hmm. Uh, and he said, if you're 14 or 17, you need to be accompanied by a parent. But if you're 18 and older, then you are welcome to come. They do allow day visits, or you can do week visits or multiple week visits. If you go to spvolunteer.org, you can sign up online or come to the sanctuary at Citygate Ministries at 1735 Jackson, and you can uh, fill out an application go through orientation, and they will get you volunteering right away. That is Monday through Saturday, 7.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. is the orientation time. It's been fun to share the stories, too, of church groups from other parts of the states that have come together and said, okay, we're going to go down there and give you guys a Saturday. And that type of thing, men's groups and, and groups from churches, that's just a, there again, it's a wonderful example of the love of Jesus mm-hmm. for others, and and it's showing the world. Well, it basically, it's letting your light shine to bring glory, not to yourself, right. but to the Lord and the, the gospel itself, which is uh, what we always should be doing. What can I say, Michael? I'm so grateful that you spent some time with us here this morning, and I'm really grateful that you and your church are on the ground there, and you're standing in the gap and helping many other folks. So thank you, my friend, and uh, we may be calling you at some point to get an update in the next few weeks. I hope that's okay. That is quite okay, and we are also grateful for our lead pastor, Pastor David Pleasant. Yes. We have um, just bring folks together in the name of Jesus. God's stories from the storm, the best stories out of that storm. It's how the lost get found. <laughs>